The views and opinions expressed on Lifeguards Off-Duty are those of its hosts and guests exclusively. They do not represent any entity, organization, or municipality. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Katchmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off-Duty with Dr. Michael Katchmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard-themed video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drkatchmar at icloud.com. Follow us on Instagram at lg.association. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Let's do it. We're uh, we're Hello. live on podcast right now. I'll call you later. Say oh. hi to our fans. <laughs> All right, we'll talk later, Blake. I love, I love. <laughs> I love you, buddy. We're uh, planning a surf trip in Costa Rica. Possibly uh, surf trip in Costa Rica. One of our old friends slash lifeguard. A lot of our friends are going. No, I think he was a sergeant, but he he's got a place down there. He's going to rent out to a bunch of us for a little surf trip. It's going to be fun. Oh, does he own the place or do you? He owns a place. That's sick. And according to Blake, who you just all heard on the phone, it's going to be like 120 bucks for a six-night stay, which is like proper ridiculous. That is pretty crazy. Um, oh, my God. We have a viewer. Look at that. Yeah, so uh, this is Lifeguards Off-Duty. Sean and I, we both lifeguarded today, actually. We did. And now we are indeed off-duty. Uh Mr. Dr. Michael Katchmar, he's not with us right now. He is on his honeymoon in the where? Grand Cayman Islands, the I think Grand Seven Cayman Mile Islands, Beach, where they don't have lifeguards. Apparently, you guys talked about that when I wasn't here. Yeah, right? they don't have yeah. lifeguards there, but they have uh, bioluminescent algae, which I'm praying Katchmar gets a video of because that stuff is so cool looking. That stuff, I wish Jack was here to explain that to us, but it kind of reacts to like movement, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like uh, I thought it was like oxidative or oxygen touching the touching the algae it's uh it's 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 a self-defense mechanism oh really I, that's what Dude, i'm that, as far as i'm aware right now is that the extent of your knowledge that is literally the extent of what so, i know about so you're telling me i now. shouldn't ask questions if we're gonna if we're gonna dig any further into this we're gonna have to use the google machine for sure okay uh well since there's only two of us i don't know if that's really compelling uh television or internet television so no, we'll save you, that for when we get jack on the podcast maybe yeah so uh, today is uh october 26th uh you gonna say it I, year of our <laughs> lord <laughs> you can't not it's the year of our lord october 20, 2022 uh yeah halloween is on monday we're hyped we're hyped um do you have like a greatest halloween costume of all time that you yourself wore not that you've seen someone else. My last year costume with my girlfriend was incredible. Pretty awesome. Uh, I dressed up for everyone that doesn't know. I dressed up as Indiana Jones and she was the boulder that he's chasing. And whenever she entered a room, 
I would just like pretend to try and get away from her for a little bit. <laughs> it was a good joke. I love a good joke costume. Yeah. We were, me and my girlfriend were Squints and Wendy Peppercorn from the Sandlot, which is it's cute, but it's not, it's not Indiana Jones and the rock. That's no, that's but it's, funny. it's good. That's Cause funny. of your, your obstinance about not wanting to be a lifeguard for Halloween. That is true. So those of, those who know me well know that I absolutely despise when lifeguards dress up as lifeguards for Halloween. It's so cheap that it's yeah, but that's the point, right? <laughs> it's like it zero effort. You're not because you're dressing up as something that you either imagine yourself as or, you know, you dream of being. We already are. Like, you ever see a cop dress up as a cop for Halloween? No, that's it's just not. Be, it's just not what they do. Yeah, not appropriate. Not not appropriate. <laughs> so why is a lifeguard appropriate. But to your point, I did do a play on that by allowing my girlfriend to dress up as a lifeguard. And, um, you know, there's like a little make out joke in there somewhere too. So. Is, is that your favorite Halloween costume that you've done? Or do you have any others? I can't remember any in, off the top of my head that are that good that I've done. Uh, definitely like the most. Oh, look at that. It's my girlfriend. Too. You're doing a ski trip and a surf trip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I don't know about this surf trip yet. And. I was going to invite you if you'd like to come. Uh, Hi, Marissa. So in terms of like most well put together costumes, Squints and Wendy was probably my best. It I was had, good. I've had some terrible costumes. The funniest costume I had was in sixth grade. I dressed up. I might have told you about this, but I dressed up as a laundry basket. You have told me about this, but I don't remember the logistics of how that goes. Yeah, so... I don't know. my So my mom used to make all our costumes. So I... Did you just cut a hole in the bottom, though? What happened? We, we cut a hole in the bottom and then used, like, I guess, an old pair of her stockings as uh, shoulder straps and then just, you know, threw some clothes in there. And I was good to go. And it was awesome because all day I walked around with my books in yeah. the basket and everyone was like, that's so cool. Carry my books. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Like I said, my mom used to make all my costumes. We never, never spent money on costumes. I, like, was always begging her to get me the ninja costume or I want to be a pirate. But she'd try to find a way to make it with, like, a, a $15 sweatsuit from Walmart. That's way more fun. I feel like every costume that I've ever done, yeah, also is not from Spirits Halloween. Uh, that place is just so such a cliche most of the time. I've uh, never worn a costume from one of those, actually. I, I always wanted to, but I never got to wear one. I actually was a Power Ranger really young as a kid from there that I remember, and I loved that, that outfit. I think I wore it more than Halloween. Yeah, those, uh, they're cool, but part of what I love about dressing up for Halloween is seeing how creative people get. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a... Um, I got punched in the face over someone's Halloween costume probably like three years ago. I remember this. Yeah. This story. But you yeah, wanna... some, uh, yeah. <laughs> some old friends. Uh, I got, you know, I went to there. It was kind of a Halloween slash housewarming party. And we dressed up. And uh, this kid named, uh, I'm not going to say his name, actually. Um, no, no, no. Don't, don't say his name. Call him by the costume he was wearing. Jon Snow. Nice. And dude, it was epic. It was the coolest, most like legit. Did he have the chain mail and the fur? Like what was everything? Nice. 
absolutely everything. Did he already this, have the hair or did he have the wig? Uh, he had the long, dark hair, so he like, was, with a slight wave to it. He was all in. Very handsome, you nice. know? Uh, he, had, he grew the beard out a little bit. I, he fucking nailed it. And his girlfriend was Daenerys. Also nailed it. Brunette, she had to wear a wig. Mm. Okay. Uh, not, not as cool. So um, we're, like, talking all, saying what's up, uh, talking about each other's costumes. And I look at his costume. I'm like, dude, that's sweet. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just like, that looks pretty expensive. Right? Doesn't really seem all that pissed about the comment. We go about the night. I feel like anyone can tell when a costume, like when you go the extra mile spending on real money on a costume. Mm-hmm. The armor looks different. The uh, the accessories, everything looks a little bit more legit. Yeah, and you know, come to find out, commenting on that, I guess, can be taken as rude or uh, insulting to some people. So, I guess. Yeah. Later on in the night, he leaves the cloak hanging over a couch, and we're just in the living room, bullshitting, talking. I pick the cloak up and put it on. And I'm like, look at me, I'm Jon Snow. For no other reason than, you know, we're at a party, having a good time. It's a sick cape. Uh, I'm being goofy, Yeah, right? Dude, this kid walks up to me and is like, why are you making fun of my costume, bro? Meanwhile, we're grown men. Like, I'm 26 at this point. Mm. This was two years ago, probably. Maybe a little longer. I'm like, what do you... I'm not making fun of your costume. He's like, you called my costume expensive. <laughs> what an insult, by the way. Yeah. What, right? what an ass you are. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like shocked that he's so mad about this and just cold cocks me. Like, co- like completely sucker punches me. I dropped. I like woke up. I went to sleep for, like, half a second and woke up, like, as my butt was hitting the floor. Yeah. And I was like, what just happened? And I had I had to go coach a soccer game the next day with a big black eye. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, it's a good Halloween. That's how that happened. But I would say laundry basket is definitely my best Halloween costume. <laughs> Do you have any ideas? Are you dressing up this year? I know you're going to be in Disney. Sean's going to Disney. I am. Uh, I don't have anything, like, really planned. I have... A skeleton shirt I'm going to wear because uh, we're going to Epcot that day. Very cool. So just, you know, a little little effort, but also want to be comfortable while I'm walking around the park all weekend. Yeah, you don't want to have like a spirit. You I don't want to be walking around as Jon Snow. I don't want to have a laundry basket hanging around <laughs> everything while I'm trying to get into rides and everything. Yeah, I don't I don't know if uh, I obviously, well, I'm. Yeah, do you, you have a costume te- yet? You saw my text today. I'm having a super secret Halloween party. Don't tell anybody. That's now no longer super secret. Uh, if any of our followers care to come, maybe shoot us a DM and we'll see if you're not like creepy. I don't know. But uh, we have, a, we have a, a poor vetting ability to yeah, vet if you're yeah, creepy we, or not. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just let us know. We're going to have to vet you. Just tell us if you're creepy or not. Uh, but yeah, we don't. we have a couple ideas. Obviously, Marissa and I are going to. Uh, do something together. Do you have it already planned, or do you have a concept? No. Okay. Uh, we're thinking seventies. Originally, uh, she really wanted to do Elvis and Priscilla. Are you throwing it for the seventies? See, dude, you have to throw it, bro. This is why I'm mad. I cut my hair every Halloween. Like we get to the dressing up part, and I'm mad at myself that I've cut my hair because me with my natural hair. And my 
athletic yet layer of a little chub like you know yeah. body yeah. um i would make the perfect will smith from semi-pro or will smith will ferrell from yeah Semi-Pro. like absolutely perfect would have been very fun jackie moon yeah jackie moon uh so no i won't be throwing um I'll, uh, you know i'll let the curls go obviously but, but not enough hair for the fro yeah i won't be throwing and i think we're just gonna go 70s theme i really want it to be johnny depp and amber heard or captain jack sparrow and like the aqua aquaman lady that she plays mm-hmm. i think that would have been great uh but those are all those jack are like sparrow's got to be a sick costume just yeah, to have for a night yeah and that's like high effort you know i remember one time we went out in seaside a whole bunch of us and i wore uh one of our friends he had like a full body tiger like zip up costume onesie like what the furries kind of wear like mm-hmm. something like that i don't think i was there for that no no this was before your time okay this was i was like fresh 21 so what were you like 17 or 18 at that time probably yeah 18 uh and we went out and i just wore this thing and <clears throat> i i sweat so much dude and then he went to wear it the next day for like another oh. party Poor yeah, and you've seen me sweat on the soccer field. You know how. You oh, know we all know how, how much down. you sweat, Ty. You know how I get down. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was another one. But uh, yeah, Halloween's great, man. I'm excited for. It. I don't know. I think we're just gonna go. Um, I like 70s. Austin Powers would be sick. Mm. It's a concept. Austin Powers would be cool. I think. I think we're gonna see. All right. So here's a poll for you, and I guess for our listeners, um, what do you think are gonna be the most common? Halloween costumes this year. I'm going to say you're going to see a lot of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. For sure. Um, a lot of Jeffrey Dahmer, as kind of insensitive as, that, as that's going to be. There's going to be a lot of that. What else? What's trending right now? Elvis. Yeah, Elvis. I didn't even see that movie. Did you see it? Yeah, good movie. Sad, Such a sad story. Yeah, bro. peanut butter and bananas, man. He... That, so... I kind of have the I have the idea. He the he was abused by the manager. He was, yeah, he was for sure uh, taken advantage of. Taken advantage of, but yeah, dude, he like just a, just a f- tragic life. It's interesting though because you see in the movie, um, he was m- like, he, it's not like he was writing every song he was singing. Not at all. So in a in a big sense, like I don't even think he wrote Hound Dog or Jailhouse Rock. No. And in a big sense, not only was he the first rock and roll star, like, he was the first pop star. Yeah. Because think of how many pop stars. Like, you think Justin Bieber wrote every song on his albums? No. So there was that. And he, you know, he he did get... Now, I I could be, like, misremembering this, but I'm pretty sure he's been accused of taking all this uh, music that was popularized by, like, black culture... And making it like a white thing with rock and roll, because what it really is is, you know, the blues and stuff like that. But yeah, tragic story. He uh, he died. He just had a heart attack on his toilet, mm-hmm. and he just laid there in his mansion alone for like ten hours before they found him. Everyone, yeah. When you uh, everyone ends up in the same place at the end, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, I was, like, looking at interviews of the people that knew him and, like, his close, like, his his inner circle. 
And it was funny. There were people were always saying like, oh, he, you know, took the drugs because of this or that, or they were forced on him. And the one dude's just sitting there laughing in like the interview chair. And he's just like, everybody's always saying like, Elvis just loved drugs. <laughs> he just loved being high. And that, and that was his explanation for it. So some people, you know, like to get high. Yeah. Some people like to get high. Um, Ty, you got a, uh, I did some research. Yeah. You today. got some, you got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, you know, Halloween's, Halloween's coming up. It's a spooky time of year. We all look forward to it, uh, whether it's, you know, to watch Jeffrey Dahmer or to go trick-or-treating or have Halloween parties or carve pumpkins, whatever. I want to get to the fall I want to get to the, to, to the, uh, where you looked up. But did you see the Guillermo del Toro uh, Netflix thing coming dude, out? Dude, I saw the commercial for that last night. That looks hype. I'm pumped. Yeah, that dude's sick. I think that's going to be cool. Um, I think it's going to take a little convincing to get my girlfriend to watch that with me. It looks sick. She's If she's still listening, it looks sick. <laughs> uh, I love I love stuff like that. I love scary movies. Do you uh, have a favorite scary movie? I'm not big on scary movies at all. There's a lot of bad ones. Hell, I Yeah. I saw the the last one that really freaks me out that I saw was uh, Hostel, which is uh, my friend recommended it. It's produced by Tarantino, and it's just all about a group of friends going on vacation and are picked off or abducted by this group that sells them to be tortured by rich people. It's horrible. Whoa. Like, the, yeah. that's like that's a little too real. Oh yeah, no. It felt like like are there people that rich and that gross Absolutely. that would do something like that? It, that's like the whole movie. What what that's about? Do you think there's people that rich and that gross that would do something? I could see it. Why not? Right? People when people get power, like yeah, people get power like that. I think that uh, <laughs> we're going we're going all out in the left field here. I know. Cool. <laughs> uh, I th- I think that. When you get all that money and you basic like there's a day you realize, um, oh, this can only buy me really so much experience that's going to satisfy me. So you, m- those uber rich people might start seeking out more extreme experiences mm. in any direction. I feel that. Or they're just all like really good, you know, philanthrop- philanthropic people that just help. That's the less likely Hopefully answer, though. though. All right, Ty, what did, you, what did you look up? What do you got for me? Uh, like I said, it's Halloween, so I looked up just a few stories about uh, ghost ships and things of that nature. Mm. Um, Are we getting into the Davy Jones stuff? Sort of, yeah. Okay. Davy Jones is, well, he's attached to one of these stories. But the first, and the first two are pretty brief. I did a lot more research on the third one. Because we only decided to talk about this, what, six hours ago? Yeah. So so the first one is the Octavius. And the Octavius... Okay, guys, I'm going to be honest. I'm just reading off my phone for this one. The Octavius became more than just a legend in 1775 when a whaling ship named the Herald found it aimlessly drifting off the coast of Greenland with all of its crew frozen dead by the Arctic cold. To add to the spooky environment... The ship's captain was found sitting at his desk with a log book in front of him and finishing a log entry from 1762. This could mean that the the Octavius had been floating for 13 years and completed its passage to the Atlantic 
while returning to England from the Orient via the Northwest Passage as a ghost ship. So this ship was, at some point, people died on it? Is what, what, because how was their captain in the, uh, exactly. So what it's like, did they freeze or starve? Hmm? Did they freeze or starve? They found, they found it. Yes. They must've frozen or starved, but they found it in 1775 and the logbook at the captain's desk said 1762, which was 13 years earlier. So this boat was just floating out there for 13 years with all the crew frozen on the deck. Damn. Imagine coming across that. Yeah, that, w- that, that would be a crazy sight to see. Just like everyone frozen, probably a lot of people in bed or like trying to stay warm. But like in their places, they were last, you know, some guy in the crow ne- crow's nest or in the captain's quarters. Mm-hmm. There's a great... Clive Cussler book. It's a Dirk Pitt novel. I love those. Uh, where that is one of the main. So the the way he writes is really cool. Clive Cussler. Hopefully someone out there knows who I'm talking about. But um, he ties in. Basically every book he writes follows the exact same format. Starts with some sort of obscure historical event. Like a thousand years ago, um, there's some sort of like aquatic research team that stumbles upon this, and then it somehow ties into some evil cabal trying to James use Bond like Doomsday. Yeah, trying to use whatever that knowledge is from the obscure event a thousand years ago uh, to then take over the world or poison the world or take over everybody's minds, et cetera, et cetera. So there is one story, I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it might have been, the cover is like a, a great white wrapped up by like a giant anaconda. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Uh, but the opening scene is they break into this ship that's been frozen for 100, 200 years, and the captain's just frozen like protecting a box like this. You ever see the movie Sahara? Never Matthew heard McConaughey? Never heard of it. Uh, that's a movie that's... I think the only movie based off one of those Dirk Pitt novels. But, yeah, anyway, Clive Cussler, great author. If you guys like aquatic adventure, definitely check him out. Um, Okay, The Lady Lovely Bond. This one's creepy. Uh, So in 1778, the day before Valentine's Day, the ship was set to sail as a celebration of the ship's captain's wedding. Okay. But his friend, who was also, I'm, I'm going to say, like a first mate or something like that, he was also in love with this woman he was about to marry. So, out of vengeance, he steered the ship into the notorious Goodwin Sands, sinking and killing everyone on board. Since then, the ship has been seen every 50 years sailing around Kent. 1798, 1848, 1898. And 1948 all had sights of this ship. and on, Before Valentine's Day? Yes. How okay, I don't of, know. I just said that okay, too. But how much of that, of that do you think is just people wanting to be a part of the, the story than actually seeing, you know, what's, ha- what's happening? Or it's absolutely f- people just wanting to be part of the story. 
I, th- I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it could be a ghost ship. I don't know. It could be a ghost ship. Um, but here's the interesting part of this story. They've even sent boats out, assuming that it was like a ship in distress, and they get there and there's nobody. Hmm. Kent, this is England, right? Kent, England. Yeah, I have no idea where Kent, England is. Let's look it up. No, let's not look it up. <laughs> Take too long. All right, ready? Here's the last one. This is the one I went deep on. Word. The Flying Dutchman. So what do you know or think about the Flying Dutchman? What do you think of when you hear the Flying Dutchman? I have two main uh, thoughts that pop in my head. Okay, I think I know both of them, but I'm going to let you do your thing. Uh, Davy Jones from uh, his ship from the Pirates of the Caribbean series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sick ship. Like It looks like it has the mouth in the front. It's all banged up. Goes underwater when they needed to. Awesome. <laughs> and then uh, the green ghost from SpongeBob. <laughs> Was that what the other the other one you were thinking of? Yeah. The SpongeBob's weird because there's scenes in it that I can't stand to watch. That as a kid, like I couldn't stand to watch. And one of those was when he was <clears throat> getting off of the ship. Whatever the Flying Dutchman in that show's ship is called. I don't even know. Flying Dutchman? Yeah. And he has to go through the perfume section. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. That always just, like, freaked me out for some reason. It was a bit... That was a scary episode. I haven't... You know, I don't don't remember it really, but I remember Patrick and SpongeBob freaking out the whole time trying to get off of it. Yeah, they did. Were there real arms or real... real, Whenever they brought real people, like, not even their faces, into SpongeBob... It made it so much weirder and worse. That, cause that's what happened, right? There was real people spraying Patrick with yes. perfume. Yes. Yeah. That like real. That's why it creeped me out. It's like human hands would come into the screen and they just didn't belong. Super creepy. Honestly, super creepy. Um, I didn't mind the the pirate guy that they had that did exposition for them though. No, I no. He was cool. I think uh, I think he voiced SpongeBob too. Oh really? Yeah. Um, man. Do you know the th- you know the theory about Bikini Bottom? SpongeBob is a tampon because he lives in Bikini Bottom, and he's a, <laughs> he's a sponge. Is that the one? <laughs> no. Oh, that's one I know. <laughs> is that the only one you know? Yeah, that's pretty good, bro. <laughs> what do you got, dude? I've watched a lot of SpongeBob conspiracy theory videos. Are you sh- that? Is that? Did you? I've heard that up. No, I've heard that it's uh, also. Like, was supposed to be a Family Guy-esque adult comedy at one point. Oh, you can definitely see that. Yeah. That the, Especially in the early episodes. Yeah, and the, and that the writers are... They're writing for adults in a lot of cases. My uncle loves that show. SpongeBob? Yeah. You you know Uncle Mark. Oh, yeah. And he uh, actually was... I almost asked him to come with me tonight to do the show. Uh we were talking about it. Well, some for some reason, SpongeBob came up and he goes, "Man, I love that show." And I'm like, "You're you're kidding, right?" He's like, "No. I, when my sons used to watch it, I would sit there and laugh my ass off because there's just yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in SpongeBob." Uh, uh, but the theory, one of the theories, is that there's this place called Bikini Knoll, I believe. Oh yeah, then you and I think you said nu- on the show. Oh how, yeah, it was yeah. a nuclear testing site and. The writer was basically like, I wonder what the fish would look like down there. I wonder, you know. They were just all talking, yeah, standing. Exactly. So, 
Yeah, that's our SpongeBob conspiracy theories. Okay, so the Flying Dutchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all have heard of it. Like you said, there's those two uses of it. It's pretty much a mainstay in kind of nautical, like, creepy lore. Um, it originated in the 17th century. There's a whole bunch of stories surrounding it. Some people, some stories will refer to the ship itself as the Flying Dutchman. Others will refer to the captain as the Dutchman. Um the real flying Dutchman could have been a 17th century Dutch East India Company merchant ship, like a trading vessel going between, I guess, India and China and then around the Horn of Africa and yeah. up back to the Netherlands. Uh, the captain that gets named is a guy named Hendrix van der Decken. What a name. Hendrix van, van der Dicken. Van der Dicken. Van der Dicken. Van der Dick. <laughs> van der Dick. Uh, it's, there's like not really any biographical information that I could find. So I don't know if he's some sort of folk figure or a real captain, real explorer, maybe just a placeholder for this story. Mm-hmm. And another kind of just, I guess, mostly just historical fact to go along with the story but it's i wouldn't say it's important to the story at all but it's a good fact is during the 17th century is when the dutch pretty much owned the seas uh their merchant what do they call that fleet was bigger than france england spain portugal and their german states all combined they were like the superpowered yeah they ran shit they were like you know who the Spanish Armada? What was it? when was that? Like eighteen eighteen hundreds? You really think about it? Yeah, Spain had a time when they ruled the sea. England had a time when they ruled the sea. Now America rules the seas. Fuck yeah, America, America. Um. So the story, and this is according to a May eighteen twenty one edition of Blackwood's. Edinburgh Magazine goes a little bit like this. This is what they wrote. She was an Amsterdam vessel and sailed from port 70 years ago. Her master's name was Van der Decken. He was a staunch seaman and would have his own way in spite of the devil. For all that, never a sailor under him had reason to complain. Though, how it is on board with them, nobody knows. The story is this, that in doubling the Cape of Good Hope, they were a long, they were a long day trying to weather the Table Bay, so they came up on a storm. However, the wind headed them and went against them more and more, and Van der Dicken walked the deck swearing at the wind. Just after sunset, a vessel spoke him, asking if he did not mean to go into the bay that night. Van der Dicken replied, May I be eternally damned if I do though I should be about here to the day of judgment. And to be sure, he never did go into that bay. For it is believed that he continues to beat about in these seas still and will do so long enough. This vessel is never seen but with foul weather along with her. There are other accounts which push this voyage that this Blackwoods Edinburgh magazine uh, talks about 
1641. In this edition, it's around the 1750s from the story we just read. Other accounts push it back to 1641. And they have the crew begging their captain to reverse course after coming up on a sudden storm, but he ordered them to keep moving into the gale only for the ship to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Some believe the captain was mad, while others believe he was drunk. So the lore, there's no, like, sightings of the the ship after it was, uh... There are sightings. Okay. So there's always stories about people seeing it. Um, Can so you want to look up what the Flying Dutchman really looked like? The uh, the OG one, not the Pirates one, or the SpongeBob? Yeah, how do we do a little screen share real quick? Uh, go window top, top left folder. You can just use that. Me, or no? Nah. Bear with us for a second. I see why we didn't. Hmm. There you go. There you go, guys. So this is the thing. We don't know if it was a real ship. It could have been one of these Dutch merchant vessels. It could have been this Vanderdicken guy. We don't know. Uh, but let's look up Dutch merchant vessel. So, yeah, it probably looks something like this. Okay. Pretty cool. Those ships are so beautiful, man. So. Pull up, pull up the on. Pirates one. Let's look at the cool one. Could <laughs> uh, I fix this now? Why? You want to go back to the pirate one? Yeah, let's look at the cool one. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is the one from Pirates. Do you see, like, the stuff of people complaining how CGI has gotten worse since, like, Pirates, the pirate movies? Or just comparing it to how good this, this movie looked? This movie was amazing. But, like, the... Uh, and I haven't watched it, but the, the new Marvel stuff is... Uh, I think they, they've already, like, captured their audience, so they're not... They don't even need to spend the money. ...to make really good CGI while this, like, needed uh. to be believable. So they, like, even... What was this? When did you think these movies came out? 2004, 10? When did the first Pirates of the Caribbean come out? I was young, dude. Right? I think before 2010. What was it called? Pirates of the Curse Caribbean. Of the Black Pearl. Pier- Pearl. Curse of the Black Pearl... 2003. Wow. So the last one yeah, had come out in 2010. I was, I was nine. Wow. That movie is incredible for 2003. I watched a movie last night with The Rock. It's called like Standing Tall. Okay. It's, it's just, movies back then were so bad. Was so it just gimmicky? See, yeah, just gimmicky, like super low effort, just everything about it, you know? Um but they, like Pirates of the Caribbean holds up so well. Oh yeah, I mean, also probably they had Disney money at the time. Disney money be. changes things, huh? For sure, Marvel all the way. Yeah, but uh, to answer your question, there have been sightings like re- repeatedly throughout history. Uh, they go back. The first written account of it is from the 17th century. This guy John McDonald wrote a book called. Travels in various parts of Europe, Asia, and Africa during a series of 30 years and upwards. This was 1790. Uh, Long-ass title for a book. Yeah. 
he didn't he didn't give a <laughs> get all the all those sea exploring books uh like the history of pirates that's got a really long ultra descriptive name as well is that like a, a famous pirate book or is that just it's like it's like the pirate book what's oh. it called history of pirates let's see Earliest instances, the golden age of piracy. Look up History of Pirates book. Yeah. General history of the pirate. Look how it's spelled. P-Y-R-A-T-E-S. That's weird. I can't find it, but mm. yeah. Oh, there you go. Nope, never mind. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, they all have like these weird, like super long names. Uh, so anyway... John McDonald, in his book, he says, and this is about an encounter with this ghost ship. The weather was so stormy that the sailors said they saw the flying Dutchman. The common story is that this Dutchman came to the Cape in distress of weather and wanted to get into harbor but could not get a pilot to conduct her and was lost and that ever since, in very bad weather, her vision appears. So this ship shows up. In bad weather and never really does anything, actually. Probably, uh, but makes, the, p- makes p- people think, you know, people see it when they, uh, are feel like they're in danger. And that's probably why in SpongeBob and Pirates, Davy Jones is taking people or to uh, his locker. What's the deal with his lo- Davy Jones's locker? Um, it's like a, it's almost like hell, I think, right? It's like, it's like a, watery hell but and this is the way they play it in pirates of the caribbean the main so davy jones the dutchman whoever you want to say captain the ship their curse is that they can't ever step foot on land again so they just circle the oceans for eternity basically because are you explaining the the plot to pirates of the caribbean no i'm saying that's what that's what pirates of the caribbean is based off. yeah that story in pirates of the caribbean is based off of this myth that's the curse of the Flying Dutchman, is all the crew and the captain can't ever go back on land again. That's the point I was making, was that it's the plot of that movie. Yeah, I know. I thought you were just explaining what Pirates was doing. No, um, no, 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 no. Pirates yeah, I get what you're is, saying. Pirates is ripping off this story. Yeah, or it's being inspired from. Yeah, that's what, what great art is, right? Yeah. It all builds on each other. But... So, so people see this this ship when they are in trouble and uh, anticipate that, yeah, that they usually, might die or they're going to be dragged to the locker. It's usually in bad weather. Um, so the criticisms of this are pretty simple. It's just a mirage. Yeah. Some kind of reflection. like and expect The fact that you're talking about it being in bad weather as well. You're still screen sharing, by the way. Um, that just, it's like there's mist coming up off, you know, I don't know exactly how it works, but yeah, it's probably just a mirage. Hmm. Is that, is that all, all of our flying Dutchman? Yeah, pretty much. And then I just have like a list of things that refer to it, but what refers to it? Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. SpongeBob. Uh, actually SpongeBob's not on this list. Damn. Some opera called, you ready for this one? Der Fleegenied Hollander. 
composed by Richard Wagner. I think it's literally just translates to the Flying Dutchman. Yeah, that's exactly what it translates to. Uh, also based on the tale. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing, nothing pop culture-y that I would know? Damn. No, just like old stories. All right. So, so yeah, man. Uh, Halloween's coming up. So I'm yeah, I'm coming back. Uh, the first or the second? Are you ready for what we're doing next month? Oh yeah, I guess we should talk about this a little bit. Um, we're we're th- with two other friends, and we're not big on doing this. I don't think I row anywhere near what I'm gonna have to do for this. I don't. Mean, yeah, I don't think I, I never row to to, to be able to do machine. this in a month. Yeah. We're hitting the Erg machine for a million miles or a million meters. A million meters with for yards. I think it's meters on the machine. Metric or what are we doing? Standard. I don't know. Who cares? Metric uh, metric shorter. So I'm just trying to. I think they all measure in the same unit though. So whatever unit that those machines measure in, we're going to do a million of them. Okay. I think it's meters. So a million meters. We're going to row a million meters with. Two other friends, which works out to 250,000, 250,000 each, which is on like under 10,000 a day, like just under 10,000 a day about off the top of my head. No research in this at all. Like we don't know if that's a lot or a little. I did one session on the erg and I got 6,500 yards in 35 minutes. And we need, we need. Yeah, so if we do just an hour of like steady cruising on the machine every day, we got it. Banging. It's gonna be hard though. It's not gonna be easy. I'm ready for the. Uh... Oh, after one after the one session, I had a huge blister on my hand. That's gonna be the hardest part is the blisters. Powering through the blister. I feel like yeah. once you get past the 20 minute mark of rowing, like your hands just got to be pretty numb at that point where you don't. I'm just going to get a pair of lifting gloves. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be that guy Uh, that just walks in with like a low cutoff, walks into the gym, sits down the the rowing machine, (laughs) just cranks it up. Don't even put my bag in the locker room. (laughs) Right next to it? Yep. Got to have a tank top on. (laughs) Cut like really low, like down, basically down to like the bottom of the shirt where it's just hanging on by a thread. I'm basically wearing like a bib. See how many mile or how many minutes average like rowing is for on the erg machine. I know I don't know how to how to um, make this smaller. How many minutes average? Average pace of rowing machine. Average CrossFit athlete. Average CrossFit athlete rowing pace. As for the stroke rate for a two-kilometer row, most varsity rollers hold between 32 and 35 strokes per minute on the erg. So two kilometers is... A novice rower should consider holding a stroke rate of 28 strokes per minute. So... So what? Are you trying to figure out how many minutes for at what pace 
we have to row to get a million miles. Yeah. Or a million. I'm just meters. trying to gauge like how much time I have to spend on this this machine and it's an hour. <laughs> and do it. You think it's gonna be an hour I a day? About I did the math for you, dude. It's gonna be about an hour if a day. If we do an hour a day, we'll crush it. I. You can get ten thousand yards in an hour. I got sixty five hundred in thirty five minutes. It's doable. I'm not. I'm, it's doable. I think we've decided that. I'm just trying to see how much time I have to do this every day, or what if I can get around like a couple long sessions a week. Oh, so you're thinking about... I'm just going to try and crush this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll just go on like a 15-mile run and Rump. be like, yeah, I I banged out half of our challenge this month. Yeah, it would just be... <laughs> it would just make the time frame so much easier if I just go for one long super distance. So what do you think, like two hours, three times a week? In the beginning, for sure, just to get it, like all the uh, extra hours out of the way or... Because then if I just, if I, when I do it, when I have the time, I won't be stressing about it when it's happening, when the, when the deadline is approaching. That's a good point. All right, Sean, you have to get ready for a trip tomorrow. I do. You're leaving at what time? I'm waking up tomorrow at 2 a.m. Jesus Christ. I know. I have to be up at 4.30 a.m. to get to work. Uh... This was fun. Follow us at LG.Association. You want to start playing a uh, little music or do the, yeah. <laughs> do that one. Uh, follow us at LG.Association on Instagram. Check yeah. out Jersey Shore Foot and Leg Center.com. Email us at drcatchmar at iCloud.com. Or lifeguardsoffduty at gmail.com. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Like, subscribe share turn on notifications tell everybody yeah call us there's a number down there if you're watching yeah oh we got our overlay back so if you guys want to share anything you know you see it down there if you're watching and yes yeah, stay out and stay alive nice stay out and stay alive have a good one guys see you thank you for watching or listening we truly truly appreciate it